Welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Now, here's your host, Dave Turner. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Seat Yourself. It's our weekly podcast focusing on the food service and hospitality industry. I'm Dave Turner, and I'm your host here at Seat Yourself. And today's episode, it's episode number 99 of our nearly two-year-old podcast. We are creeping up on those triple digits. Pretty exciting stuff. In this episode, it's published on the week of November 16th, 2020. And this week, we're back in Studio A of the Tabletop Journal Studios right here in Baltimore, all on America's eastern coast. And before we go too far, we want to make sure if you haven't listened yet to our last episode, you definitely want to check that one out. We had UK tabletop expert Simon Whitney on with us from just outside of Stoke-on-Trent, and he talked to us about life after redundancy. With more than 35 years in the hospitality sector, Simon found out that his position was being eliminated. And we talk about the decisions he faced at that time, and now where he's decided his next adventure will take him. Simon also offered up some very sage advice for anyone who's in a similar situation or is worried that they soon might be. Through no fault of their own, there are so many very talented and experienced people throughout the entire hospitality industry globally, whether you're a manufacturer or supply chain person or an operator. They're all finding themselves in the same type of situation these days, and again, all through no fault of their own. So be sure to check out my conversation with Simon Whitney in last week's episode titled Life After Redundancy. And now, a quick note on next week's episode number 100. First of all, Pretty damn amazing to me that we're coming up on our 100th episode. Certainly a lot's happened, and since it all began back in the fall of 2018. Well, next week, we've got a great guest coming in to join us. I won't give the name away just yet, but you regular listeners know that we are all about talking here on Seat Yourself about the guest dining experience and how to elevate that and what Tabletop does for that. Well, we will have next week for our 100th episode perhaps the premier front-of-the-house person, in my opinion, in the entire world. That person will be joining us right here on Seat Yourself. You'll find out more as we go through this week, but I could not be more excited to have this person joining us. It's going to be a real treat, and you're not going to want to miss this one. And in this week's episode, we have a new commentary series beginning. So there's a lot going on here at Seat Yourself for sure. So with all that, Let's get this episode number 99 of Seat Yourself. Let's get it started. So it's now mid-November, and the COVID-19 pandemic has raged on for the past eight months or so, filling our industry with even more uncertainty than existed in an already crazy, already accelerated world. In an uncertain times, I think we all yearn for leadership and certainly for direction. So today, I thought I'd begin a short commentary series on what I'm calling simple leadership. Because for me, leadership does not need always to be complicated. In fact, I believe the argument is strong that the simpler and the more straightforward the leadership is, the better it is. And this is particularly true in uncertain times. And could there be any more uncertain a time than we live, that we could be living through than what we're living through right now? I doubt it. And just so that it gets said, I certainly understand that by now, 
leaders in certain sectors of our industry might just be feeling a little overwhelmed. And who could really blame them? And when we get stressed, and perhaps even a bit overwhelmed, keeping focused on the critical, the really big picture things, that can be really tough. And so, within the framework of simple leadership, maybe it's just me, I like simple, especially in crazy times. Within that framework, that concept of simple leadership, there are a handful of cornerstones that I believe both provide the foundation for great leadership and create that humble strength that I believe needs to be a central part of guiding strong leadership during uncertain times. And the first of those cornerstones, that is trust. And that's what I want to focus on today. Trust is something that we all seek from our close family members and friends and from those that we choose to follow. We seek their trust. And for those that attempt to lead, they must know that without trust, there'll be no followers. For me, trust is all about character. Author David Horger writes in his book, The Trust Edge, he says, character, like competence and compassion, doesn't come from going to a seminar or reading a book. While those things can help, character is formed by continued hard work and intentional effort. And a great way to start, am I doing the right thing? Ask yourself that question. Certainly trust is built between two parties when they each believe the other will do the right thing. We all make mistakes, and when we do, usually the biggest loss is a loss of trust. Think of the closest personal relationships that you surround yourself during these uncertain times. Close family, close friends, co-workers, professional colleagues. Your circle of meaningful friends and family is held together, held together strongly by the bonds of trust. Trust is that feeling that you can believe in what these close friends and colleagues say or do, in their belief of the very same things in you. Leadership in the workplace, well, it operates similarly. We all want to feel that we can trust our leaders and the companies we work for. That does not mean that bad things won't happen. For instance, like a never-happened-before-in-our-lifetime, quote-unquote, pandemic. But we trust that when those bad things occur, our leaders will act responsibly and truthfully, make good decisions with the best information available, and then communicate those decisions. Leaders who do this will nearly always deepen their trust with employees, even when the leader must make tough decisions or deliver bad news. Leaders who have built up a reservoir of trust with their teams will have a far better chance of being given the benefit of the doubt in those difficult times. Complex and complicated times, like the times that we're going through now, make the issue of trust even more important. And hopefully, during these COVID times, we all have had a chance to reflect on those closest to us, and in that reflection, found a deeper level of trust. And furthermore, on the professional side, we trust our professional leaders to care for us and our well-being, both our financial well-being and, highlighted even more in today's pandemic environment, our physical well-being as well. Even as the ground shifts with respect to the COVID-19 situation, we want to know that our leaders have a clear plan of action and that I'm kept informed. Another aspect about trust, I believe, is about kindness and compassion. Mostly, we want to know that the people that we trust, that they truly care about us as we similarly care about them. 
Often that care is shown through small acts, possibly even tiny acts of kindness. And this is made even more true when these tiny acts, that they're done away from the spotlight and done without conditions or expectations. And in challenging times, probably the easiest and the best way that leaders can show kindness and compassion by, is by simply being honest, not being negative, but also not being overly optimistic in uncertain times. And here, I'm reminded of something called the Stockdale Paradox. Perhaps you've heard of it. In his book, Good to Great, author Jim Collins coined this term, the Stockdale Paradox, and named it after Admiral James Stockdale, who was one of the most decorated U.S. Navy officers of all time and was awarded the Medal of Honor for the, his work during the Vietnam War. As a prisoner of war from 1965 to 1973, Stockdale was tortured over 20 times. He had no prisoner's rights, no release date, and no idea whether he would ever survive to see his family again. And yet he did survive, when many of his co-prisoners didn't. Now, how did he do that? Well, first, he had an absolute faith and belief that he would get out. Yet he never ignored the brutal realities of being a prisoner of war in Vietnam, all while never losing hope. And certainly, Stockdale's overarching point was definitely paradoxical. And it was paradoxical in that it's great for leaders to be optimistic, but they can never ignore the realities of the challenges that are in front of them. And always keep the faith. During complicated and challenging times, leaders can show great kindness and compassion and build trust by remaining optimistic all the while still acknowledging the challenges that lie before them. And certainly, always remaining faithful to the cause. The reality about acts of kindness and compassion is that they are actually acts of respect. Whether in our personal lives or our professional lives, the respect that we have for others leads us to those acts of kindness and to feel more compassionate for them and what they may be facing. And oddly enough, Whenever we are kind to others or show compassion for their situation, it is we who are often the major beneficiary of these acts and thoughts. So being kind to others is also being kind to ourselves, and it helps us build trust with those who we show those acts of kindness and compassion towards. When it comes to acts of kindness and compassion, a great place to start is with ourselves. In fact, much of our own happiness is a reflection of the kindness and compassion that we show to others. This is true both in our personal lives and our professional lives. Sometimes I find it helpful to try to follow the well-known statement of the Dalai Lama. It's a two-part statement, and the first part goes, be kind whenever possible. But here's the second part, and it's probably the most important. He also adds, it is always possible. And be sure to start with ourselves in realizing that none of us is perfect. So let's start by showing kindness to ourselves and trying to be a bit more self-compassionate in order to maybe be able to do the same for others. Trust to ourselves and to others is built upon acts of kindness and compassion. Another important part of trust is the concept of consistency. During times of uncertainty and complication, we all want to find people and behavior that we can believe in. That belief or that predictability can only come after being consistently observed over the course of time, whether in our personal circle of family and friends or in our professional lives. We all want to think that we know with some degree of certainty how others will respond so that we know that we can trust them. 
It is the assuredness of another's behaviors and their reactions that helps us trust. So when we as leaders are attempting to build trust, we must know that it's our consistency that is key. Our consistent behavior or reaction over time builds a trust in those around us that we are likely to continue to exhibit that same behavior in future situations, no matter how difficult. This consistency of behavior and of thought becomes especially important for leaders in times of change, uncertainty, and challenge. So for those of us leading teams through the fast-changing and often uncertain business landscape, earning the trust of those that we expect to follow our direction and path is extremely crucial. When followers have trust in their leadership and their vision, the path forward moves very quickly. But without it, questioning at each decision and every turn in the road forward slows the progress and costs the organization both time and money. And let's also realize that consistency can often be taken for granted in the good times. Authors Dennis and Michelle Reyna say it best in their book, Trust and Betrayal in the Workplace. They say, when times are good and things go well, you may not notice how important consistency is to building trust. But when times are bad, you realize it's absolutely vital. Your consistent behavior and the trust it breeds provide the foundation for your relationships to thrive when everything else is changing. There's little doubt that trust is a cornerstone of good leadership, especially in challenging and complicated times. And the element of trust, it has many pieces, and they're all nuanced, and they're all slightly different in every relationship, that's for sure. But today, to keep it simple, we've tried to focus on three key pieces, character, kindness and compassion, and consistency. When times get complicated and leaders are challenged, there are often many pressures to react and make decisions quickly and frequently. And the weight of those decision-making pressures can cause leaders to react or behave differently than they might otherwise. That's why I like the concept of simple leadership. Keeping things simple helps us focus on what's truly important. And focusing on the issue of trust, trust with our teammates, trust with our supply chain and vendor partners, and obviously the trust that we have in our customers, these are all super critical in times like these. So the first cornerstone of simple leadership in complicated times, it's trust. So for today's discussion on simple leadership, here are three takeaways. Number one, character. Leadership is all about character, and our character is made up of the sum total of all our thoughts and actions. This is true of our actions seen and unseen by others. And remember, when we close our, uh, our eyes at night and lay our heads on our pillow to go to sleep, we all know the quality of our own character. Number two, kindness and compassion. How we treat others and ourselves is a manifestation of our character and others take note. We all want to know our leaders care for us and will do their very best to protect and lead through complicated times. And finally, number three, consistency. The trust that followers seek from their leaders is built up over time and through the leader's consistent behavior. Leaders need to exhibit consistent behavior, even in the most challenging of times. And that's our simple leadership conversation for today. I'm Dave Turner, and thanks for joining me. That concludes this week's episode of Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series. 
For more news, information, and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, please be sure to check out www.tabletopjournal.com.